You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. All right, it's podcast time. It's Monday again. Here we are. And I'll tell you what, there is no doubt that spring has sprung. Your allergies are going off, or at least they're all, they are around here with all the pollen and every, and the blooms and everything, which is a good thing. Uh, and we are in Fresno, and so in the Central Valley of California, we get to experience, I would say, about three weeks of good weather before we go from cold to ridiculously hot. And so we are in that window, it feels like, where we uh, kind of have that perfect mix of being able to go outside any time of the day. The air quality is good things are good. Uh, and we are moving and doing it, those spring things that we like to do as the weather kind of warms up. Are you doing some spring cleaning? Are you doing some spring cleaning on your finances? Wouldn't be bad to go and take a look at your budget, perhaps? Do you budget? Uh, take a look at your insurance policies, your beneficiaries and their designations on your retirement accounts. Just a little bit of spring cleaning every once in a while can have a really big impact down the road. It's those foundations that get laid, good financial foundations that get laid that help you kind of make sure you're always taking at least one step forward when you're when you're managing your finances, you're budgeting your money, you're managing your investments or ha- helping us have have your investments managed. And so I would say if you're doing some spring cleaning, don't forget about your finances. As you're cleaning out your closet and cleaning out your garage, clean out all those little rinky dink 401ks that are hanging around and maybe consolidate some accounts. Uh, Clean out some of those old credit cards, right? Close out that old, you know, kind of a Target or Pottery Barn credit card that somebody opened up along the way that never gets used and could be subject to fraud. You know, make do some of those things. Uh, change some passwords. Do some financial spring cleaning along with your other stuff. Uh, this is going to be a little bit different from the last couple. Uh, we're getting back to normal, maybe. I guess is what I what we could say. We we have had some longer podcasts here over the last couple of weeks, and some really good stuff, I think, especially with Doctor Bill talking about the COVID recovery. Uh, but we're going to review last week a little bit and get into this week and and kind of get back to normal. I'll say. And really, last week, uh, U.S. markets kind of were mostly higher, uh, I think, across the board, we can reasonably say. The NASDAQ composite was the best-performing index. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained more than a percent, uh, almost 2%, in, fast, in fact, last week. The, the NASDAQ was the best-performing so much, it was up 3% uh, for last week. And so up more than 3%, in fact. And so really a good year. The small cap index, though, the Russell 2000, which is actually the best performing index of the entire year, pulled back some, uh, almost a half of a percent. And really, we think it's likely due to some profit taking as it's flown higher than the others. Some people are taking some of their chips off the table. Uh, The Russell 2000 is actually up over 100% from its March 18th, 2000 bear market low. And then developed international stocks gained over a percent, while emerging market equities lost a little bit of ground. Uh, and uh, 
for the second week in a row, the communication services, information technology, consumer discretionary sectors were all the S&P 500 index's best performing sectors. Uh, And the energy sector, which began its ascendancy during the fourth quarter of last year, is actually the worst performing sector last week and over the last month. And generally, the sectors generally track the price of West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil or WTI crude over that time period. Uh, but nevertheless, energy remains the best performing sector year to date. And you can kind of get the feel here that the things that have done well are pulling back. There's a lot of two step forward, one step back going on here uh, with markets as, as we kind of enter the show me phase. We're done with the first quarter. We're on to the second quarter of the year. And now we are uh, looking ahead to earnings. It's interesting, though. Um, in, in LPL research has increased their forecast for the U.S. GDP growth from somewhere around five and a half percent to about six and a half percent, really due to the prospects for a full reopening of the U.S. economy, massive stimulus, and Federal Reserve support. And so we are, we've seen, among others, the the LPL research group uh, upgrade its earnings, GDP, and interest rate forecasts. Um, and the, one of the reasons is because there are these expectations that things are really, really starting to grow post COVID. And we're going to see that I mentioned the show me phase. We're really going to see that here as earnings season kicks off this week, 23 of the S and P 500 index companies report first quarter results this week. And corporate America is poised for big earnings gains given a really strong economic growth over the last three months. And recent positive trends in company guidance and analyst estimates may signal upside to expectations, meaning we're going to beat those expectations, or these companies will, rather. And and easier comparisons against the first quarter of 2021 puts a 30% year-over-year increase in S&P 500 earnings per share potentially within reach. So you can see that this, again, this is a, we are in the show me phase. We, we got a jobs report that, tra- as I mentioned in the last podcast, trounced uh, the expectations. We have earnings that look like they're going to beat, it's are expected to beat expectations. Can you expect to beat expectations? Either way, they're, they're expected to beat guidance. Uh, and, and really, there is a lot of optimism here as things reopen. And, and why? We've said this for more than a year now. That last year was a COVID-induced recession, and we're going to have a COVID or public health-induced recovery. Uh, and last week, the United States reported 48,000 new case, new COVID cases, uh, which are up week over week, although Easter-related disruptions skew the week over week data. And so we've had this huge bounce back, but we're getting, according this is according to the New York Times, we are getting a, another surge, uh, and it's in very particular places. So over the past week, cases have risen roughly 9%, where the highest rates of growth continue to be seen in Midwestern states such as Michigan, Minnesota, and Illinois. And the CDC reports that just over 35% of the U.S. population has received at least one dose of the vaccine, and they're administering roughly 3 million shots per day. And even in California, the Times reported uh, that about a third, a little bit more than a third of Californians have received at least one dose. Uh, And so you can see it's Investors are optimistic, not because we've got this surge going on in the Midwest. It's because of these vaccine numbers uh, and that this return to normal with kids going back to school, 
and restaurants and bars and movie theaters reopening, lots of travel being planned. Uh, it, it looks like we are, we have a very, uh, big economic surge in store where it's, where we are still in the show me phase really isn't so much that we have an economic surge in store it's how much of that surge is priced in right uh, investors are investing for the future so have we priced in this surge already is that what's in stock prices have we priced in enough of an economic surge have we priced in too much of an economic surge where markets may pull back a little bit if it's not as good as what was anticipated. So those are some things that investors are wrestling with as we as we look forward. But stocks kicked off the year in a strong fashion and history shows that this gives reason to be optimistic for the rest of the year. Some might call this a go- this past quarter a Goldilocks quarter. So after a solid but turbulent year in 2020, the S&P 500 index has continued to set new all-time highs in 2021 and actually returned 5.8% in the first quarter. And this momentum helps keep the ball rolling. Momentum matters when we're talking about investing because it compounds and builds on itself. Uh, And according to one of the LPL charts of the day last week, and I'll post this in the show notes. And we actually referred to it in our live show, Casual Friday, that was on Facebook and YouTube Live last week. Uh, We have a chart of the day that shows that um, when returns are between 5 and 10% in a quarter, that's been the Goldilocks level where there has been an average return of 12.4% through the remainder of the year. And returns through the rest of the year have been historically the worst when the S&P 500 is negative in the first quarter, where it's averaged just 3.1%. Uh, but there's also too much of a good thing, where if there's too much momentum in the first quarter, the S&P 500 has returned um, – well, if there's been too much, if there's the return for the first quarter has been more than 10%, the returns through the rest of the year have averaged only six and a half percent. So, um, you can kind of see you can run too hot and you can run too cold. And right now we are running, you know, porridge too hot, porridge too cold. We're just right as far as it, as far as the first quarter returns have, are concerned. The last time we were in this sweet spot, it was 2017 where we had a five and a half percent return in the first quarter. Uh, we were up a one, a little bit better than one percent in the next three months, two point six percent in the next six months, and actually finished the year up thirteen point two percent. In fact, the only the, the last um, the last year in decades where we were in the sweet spot and didn't generate a positive return for the balance of the year was in 2011, as we were having that uneven recovery from the Great Recession, um, markets were down for the year. So kind of some interesting historical uh, perspective here as we kind of try and put the pieces together. Um, I would say really at this point where the bottom line here is that we have a huge economic recovery happening right now. And the the question remains open is how that translates into markets, economics and markets, not the same thing. We have an economic recovery. Now we're waiting to see with this earnings season kicking off this week, how much if if investors have done an appropriate job of pricing in this economic surge that we are experiencing or about to experience, or if they've done uh, a little bit too much or too little uh, as we look forward. So we'll have to wait and see. We'll cover this again next week. I'd also, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but I would urge you to tune in on Friday at one o'clock 
Pacific, uh, when the markets close for the week, uh, we hold Ford Financial Group holds a casual Friday um, live stream on uh, YouTube and Facebook and, and online generally, where you can catch us. We'll, we'll go over three charts from the week and kind of talk about the last week in investing. And so I would urge you to tune in. If you have questions about that or want to submit questions for that, or even for this podcast, you can email us at info at FordFG.com. My name is Brian Ullman. I'm an advisor at Ford Financial Group. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.